You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Klau Godel, Amru B'Shabbos. There's an incredible important principle of Shabbos, and it's going to be a little complicated, so get ready. If a person, we'll see a big machlekes what this means, but he does not realize what Shabbos is at all. In other words, the whole concept of Shabbos is something he does not know. As Rashi says, Ksovar, ain't Shabbos Batera. He holds there's no such thing as Shabbos. He doesn't understand that. He doesn't know that there's something called Shabbos, that you don't do Malacha. There's a day you don't do Malacha. So, what happened? The man did a tremendous amount of things that he later found that were Malachis. He found that there was something called the Malach he can't do on Shabbos. And finally gets his knowledge back. He's only Chayib one Chatas. Even though there were plenty of Averas. But it was one big Avera. The lack of knowing about Shabbos. That's what he's bringing the Korban for. Hayodeya Iker Shabbos. He knows there's something called Shabbos. But he doesn't know about the Malachis. Maybe it was taught to him and he forgot. We'll see in the Gemara. But he knows there's something called Shabbos. And he knows that means you don't do Malacha. But he doesn't know that this is called a Malacha. Va'asa Malacha's Harbe. Bishabasa's Harbe. Okay. What's the din here? Here, what he didn't know was, right? He didn't know it was Shabbos. He knew there was something called Shabbos, but he didn't know, Rashi says, Hayom. So in other words, basically what happened was is that that day he knew about the idea of Shabbos and he did a bunch of malachas that day because he thought it was a weekday. And that happened seven days later and seven days after that. Then he discovers that all those days that he was doing malacha were Shabbos. Shabbos for Shabbos. For every Shabbos, only one, because all the malachas that he did came out of the shogeg of not realizing it was Shabbos. So, how does, why is he chai for every Shabbos? Says Rashi. You have to say that he didn't realize what had happened. And it's, in some way, it's a hell and echadu. But we say, the fact that there are seven days separating each Shabbos, that's called knowledge. It's impossible to say that through those days he never heard that that Shabbos, that that day was Shabbos, that the one, the one that he was doing all that malacha. He didn't remember what he was doing during that day. So he probably found out, Rashi says, during the week that that day was Shabbos that he thought it wasn't. But he doesn't remember everything that he did on that day. So therefore, the first shogeg was that he didn't realize it was Shabbos. 
and he found out in between. And every other Shabbos that comes, he's in the same stupor, forgetting that it's Shabbos. So therefore, every Shabbos counts as one shogig. Because it's not that he was a shogig on the malacha, he thought that it wasn't Shabbos. How this man remembers enough to realize that day was Shabbos and then forgets again is pretty strange. That's the way Rashi learns the Mishnah. So let's read it again inside. Hayodea Iker Shabbos. The way Rashi explained it. Chayev Akol Shabbos for Shabbos. Now the third case. Right? We have Koshech Iker Shabbos. Then we have Yodea Iker Shabbos and Lachas Then we have Hayodea Shu Shabbos. He knows it's Shabbos. Va'asa Melachas Harbe. Meaning, he forgot about the malachos. He doesn't know what they are. He learned about it and he forgot about it. And that happened over many weeks. So what's the din? Chayev al-kol av melacha He needs to figure out and have an exact memory, tracing it down, how many avos that he did. Now, if he does, um, which is, we're going to see the next case, but let's say what he did was a whole bunch of acts that are all achas, a whole bunch of toldos, right? Let's say dosh. So he milks a cow. He squeezes something else. Squeezes an orange, milks a cow, and then does disha as well. So those are all told us of one malacha, of dosh. So even though he's done three usher acts, he has to. He only brings one chattas because he forgot the idea of dosh. So the same thing would be as we're going to find out an av and a tolda together. If he does an av and a tolda, right? Hitzah and achnosa. Okay, hitzah is the av, achnosa is the tolda. So he does those two. He's only chayiv one. If he does different malachos and he forgets about that, then it's considered two forgetness, two forgets, two forgetfulnesses. And he has to bring a chattas for each malacha that he did. That's four, that's basically three or four statements. The Gemara wants to know, my time at Tony Kuel Godel. Why is this called the great principle of Shabbos? Well, just tell me, here's a klal in Shabbos. What do you have to tell me it's a klal Godel? There's going to be a cloud coming up on Dafai and Hay about Hitzah, about what you hide and, 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 and how big the thing has to be. There's going to be another cloud, and that cloud, as Rashi says, the Khan Kol Yoser, and here there's more principles. In other words, since what's coming up in the next stage is going to be another principle, but it's not going to be as Godo, it's going to have less details, and this one has four aspects, three or four aspects, and the one coming up only has two. That's the reason why, since this comes first, you call it Kual Godo. The Gabi Shvius Nami. We have that by Shvius as well. We're going to get to it. The seventh parak of Shvius. It also says what? It also starts, one of the prakim starts with the words, Kalal Godo. 
And in Shvius too, we can find a pattern that after that Mishnah in Shvius, it mentions another klal, the klal of, of, of right. First, it says the klal of Shvius that uh, what are the, what are the malachas you can't do on Shvius, and then it talks about uh, a separate klal which has less details to it, and maybe that that's our pattern. That's when you say the word klal gadol. That's the way it was Masech to Shabbos. That's the way it's Masech to Shvius. Tana klal gadol, one second. By Meiser, we also have that. By Meiser, we have two different Mishnayos. And the first one, when it gives us the rules of what you take Meiser from, doesn't say klal gadol. And the second one, also says Klau and has less information in it. So if this is a pattern through Shas, so the pattern should be consistent. In Shabbos, you say Klau Godo because the next Klau is going to be less. Masechta Shviyas, that's way. So when you have another Masechta, Masechta's Maestros, right, over there also, if the same, same information is being given in a similar way, a Klau with more material followed by a cloud with less material, the one that comes first with more material should get the title Godo. Why doesn't that happen over there like it happens in the other two places? So, Om Rabbi Yossi Barabin, there's a reason. Shabbos Vishvius, it's not so much because of the amount of details. It's because the Ispu Ovis Vitoldis. Because the principles in Shabbos as you saw at the end of our Mishnah, talks about the Av of Shabbos, the Tod of Shabbos. Shvius also has Avas told us. What are the Avas told us of Shvius? Rashi says, Zriya, Ketzira, Uzmira, Ubesira. Minatora, that's what you can't do. You can't plant. You can't prune, which helps it grow. You can't harvest. That's the Malochas Minatora of Shvius. There's other things that we say you can't do. All of those are Durabonan. Those are sort of like toldos. So you have an av, and then you have the toldos that are built on that. That's similar to Shabbos. So Shabbos and Shviyas have that in common. That's why we say klal godol, because they have avos and toldos. Okay. What about Bar Kapara, though? Bar Kapara's got his own version of Brysos. Yeah. And what's in Bar Kapara's version? The Tani klal godol b'maiser. He has the words Klau Godel by Meiser too. In other words, before you gave me this answer, I would have said, you know, Klau Godel is about more or less. You start up when you're dealing with something that's more, and then you go to the next one that has less. The first one gets called Klau Godel. But now that you're telling me you only say that special word, Klau Godel, when it's about Ovas Vitoldos, then why does Bar Kapara say Klau Godel in his Mishnayas? So the Gemara answers. My Ovis told us he could. If there's no Ovis and told us, and if that's the whole reason, Elo, we're going to change to a third shot. At least in Bar Kapora's way, maybe for everyone. The reason why Shabbos and Shvius and maybe Meiser, according to Bar Kapora, get the title Klau Godo is because Godel Encho Shul Shabbos. That what's, uh, what, what's happening on Shabbos 
the Onesh is very expansive. How is it expansive? Because bein betolosh, bein you can be over chil Shabbos, not only with being coats here, things that are growing, but even stuff that's already out of the ground. Even stuff that you've already been tolesh. You can't uh, you can't grind it, you can't make it into bread. So Shabbos is a very wide swath of Isur. Therefore, Shabbos is also is, is bigger. Shabbos has, includes a lot of things. When it comes to Shvius, we also give it the name Klau Godol. Even though Bishvius betolosh lesa, b'mechuber isa. Why? Because when it comes to Shvius, if you uh, harvest stuff before the seventh year, that's not called Shvius. In other words, there is an Isser, obviously, if you harvest something on the seventh year, that you have to treat it with Kedusha. Payers that grow out of a field on the seventh year, you have to you, you have to treat it in a Kodoshtik away. But if stuff was harvested before, when Shvius became, it's already out of the ground, as Rashi says, Dover there is no Kedusha in that. Whereas when it comes to Shabbos, there's problems with stuff that you even harvested or cut before Shabbos. That's what it means. So why does Shvi is called Klal Godel? Because it's bigger than Meiser. The Godel The law of the payros of Shvius apply even if you have a field that you designated for animals. Even if you have a shachas field, the stuff that's supposed to grow just to feed animals, you're going to harvest it for your cows, it still has a sense of Kedusha Shvius. But Meiser is only true by Michael Odom. Meiser is only true if the thing was planted and it's growing for people. If it's going to be meant to to uh, grains that are growing just to feed animals that doesn't have a shame tevel. You don't have to take off Meiser from that. And that's the reason why we don't say Klal Godel by Meiser. I, Bar Kapara, what about him? The Tani Klal Godel by Meiser. Oh, you know why it says Godel by Meiser? Because Meiser is also bigger than something else. What is it bigger in? In the Onesh of what? The Onesh, the places where you're going to be punished, are more by Meiser than it is. Hello, remember what we were learning a couple of minutes ago? Aha! The Ilu Meiser, when it comes to Meiser, you have Meiser on all fruits and, and vegetables. But Peya, we know that's not true. Lesser remember? It's, even a fig tree, there's no din of, of, of Peya because it doesn't all become ripe at the same time. That's not. Klal, not Klal Godol. We did this Mishnah. Klal Amru Bepeya. Koshu Ochel. It's the type of thing that you're going to eat. Vinishmar. It's the type of thing that you wanted it to grow. It was something that you, you put the, 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 the scarecrow there. You had the fence there. It wasn't just a hefker thing growing wild. Vigidulam and Aretz. It's not a mushroom. Vigidulam Ka'achas. And you harvest it in one time. An ochel means it's got to be for people, not the stuff 
that you're going to use to, to, to make dyes and stuff out of and thorns. Vinishmar mute hefker. that's to grow from the ground of mute kamena pitrios, right? Truffles and mushrooms. Vikitosokaachas, as we saw when we did it, mute teena. Umachnise wikiu, that's the type of thing that doesn't go bad easily. Which excludes vegetables in those days. Mutayerek, and that's why most vegetables there is no dinpeya on. Just botzel, remember? Just by just by by by, by onions and garlic. And according to Bar Kapara, it was going to be Klau Godal Bamaiser. Koshu Ochel Benishmar Which shows you that there's more things to be punished for with Maiser. For example, a ta'ena is chayev in meiser, but not chayev in peya, right? So therefore, meiser, according to Bar Kapara, also gets the idea of godol because it's more punishable than peya. Peya is less punishable. There's less things that the lochas of peya apply for. I'm so happy that we have peya now. <laughs> Something we've, we've been working on. Rabbi Shmuel Tavayu, we talk about the din of our Mishnah. Masnisen betinah shenishmuel the Mishnah, when it says that man forgot Iker Shabbos, how can you forget Iker Shabbos? How does it happen? It happens when you're a Jew, but you've been taken by pirates, and you were a baby, and you didn't remember, and now you were taken by the pirates, and you were raised there. And that's where you did all that Chilul Shabbos. That's how it happened. Or, Ger Shenizgayer Obeyna Nochrim. How did that happen? <laughs> In other words, so the Ritva changes the gears to Gershon is Geyer, meaning what happened was is that there was a traveling Besden, and the Besden came around, and there's this guy, oh, you're a Jew. I know about Judaism. I read about it in a newspaper. I want to become a Jew. And they talk with him, and they see what he's about, and they're Megayarim. And then they leave. So he never really knew what Shabbos was. They didn't tell him about Shabbos. But he's a gear, an incredible chiddush. He has a shame gear. He has a shame of being a, a convert. He's part of Klal Yisrael. He, he wanted the idea of whatever the Jewish people was, but 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 they but they left, and therefore he was surrounded by goyim, and therefore he was. I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew. He doesn't know what it means to be a Jew. Avol hikir, but let's say he was he was raised among Jews, and he knew what Shabbos was. Ubesof shochach. But then somehow it got out of his head about Shabbos, but at one time he knew, then we're going to make him chayav on every Shabbos. We're not going to say, oh, you, you only deserve one Shabbos. Come on. You, you, you heard about Shabbos at one time. So that's going to be what we think Rab and Shmuel say shot in our Mishnah. Not the way I explained it, by the way, right? I explained that he forgot about Shabbos. But Rab and Shmuel say, well, how, how, what do you mean forget about Shabbos? The only way that's possible is that the guy was raised in a way where he never knew about it. Tanan, the Mishnah says, That's the case where you bring one chattis when you discover about Shabbos. Shocheyach isn't discovering. Shocheyach is forgetting and then get re- getting reminded and people know. Doesn't that go against the simple meaning of the, of the Mishnah, Rav and Shmuel? Mar says, well, my kola shocheyach ikr Shabbos, the hoisa shochuach mimenu. Meaning it was something he never learned. But it's not that he knew. It's like, it's a borrowed term, as Rashi says. It's not that he ever knew about it. 
the Gemara asks, the Gemara says, um, According to Rabbi Shmuel, let's say a guy who was taught about Shabbos as a kid, and then he went off the derech, and then he forgot about the whole idea of Shabbos. Are you going to say, what are you going to say, Rabbi Shmuel? Are you going to put him in category two, that every single Shabbos he has to bring a, a carbon for every Shabbos? Why in category two? Do you say he knows what Shabbos is? That sounds like someone who forgot that it was Shabbos. Not that he doesn't know. According to Rabbi Shmuel, category two should only state the case of the guy who was taught about Shabbos, but now forgot about it. And Koshkein, that if he has to bring a Chattas, Koshkein, hi, for sure that guy who who knows what Shabbos is, but just forgets that this day is Shabbos. Zimmer says, you know what category two is? <laughs> category two is what we just said. My Hayodeya Iker Shabbos. It means, Mi Shohoya Yodeya Ikarashal Shabbos Vishacha. It is that case, the case of a guy who at this point doesn't remember about Shabbos at all. Oh no, is that what you're going to say? Avol. Lo shocha mai. Let's say a guy didn't forget the ikr of Shabbos. He just forgot that today was Shabbos, and that happens every week in a row. Mai, what are you going to say in that case? Chayev malacha He should be chayev the total of every malacha he did. If that's true, again to Rabbi Shmuel, Anatoni Yudeishu Shabbos, Vosam Malachas Harbe, Mishabosas Harbe, Chaimakom Malacha Malacha. You had a case where a guy knows a Shabbos and he knows, but he just forgets each Malacha, and and every Shabbos he forgot what the Malachas were. Why did you have to come up with that case? According to you, Rabbi Shmuel, listening a Yodeya Iker Shabbos, a case where a person is just forgetting that it's Shabbos today. But he knows about Shabbos. Just forgot the Koshkein Ha. Ella. Obviously, you cannot say what we said before. Ella, a Chazora. What does it mean? Masnisin Keshikra B'Seif Shochach. Really, the Mishnah is talking about where. Just what we saw before. He was trained. He heard about it. Then he lived a life where he forgot about Shabbos. Rav Shmuel are telling you a Chiddush. Rav Shmuel is saying that even a, a, a ger shenizgai or ben anochrim or a tinik shenishpa still has to bring a carbon. Really, Rav and Shmuel admit to what we were saying. And therefore, the mission is, is beseder. Rav and Shmuel being machadesh, that even someone who never knew about Shabbos is in the same category one, and when he discovers about Shabbos, will have to bring a carbon to the Beis HaMikdosh. Kehikru b'sayv shochach with the words afilu, that's even that case. Also has to bring one carbon. You don't say he's a complete ones. You could have said he's a complete ones, as we're going to see in a minute. But he still isn't. Look at this great team up. On one hand, we have Robin Shmuel going this way. And then in Eretz Yisrael, we have the two great ones, Yochanan and Moshe Lakish, saying, what the Amr Tavayu? Davke, Kibbutz Shochach. 
It's only a case where he knew what Shabbos was at one time, then lived the life of a guy, and then he forgot about Shabbos, and it got out of his mind about Shabbos. But he once knew about it. If you have a child that was raised by Goyim, or Gershon's guy, Potter. Why is he Potter? Because it's Bechlal and Ones. There's no Chiv of Korban at all. Meisvei. So Rav and Shmuel and Yochan and, and Lokish argued about it. But now we did some research and we found a Brysa that spells it out. Ketzad, what's the case of our Mishnah? Which sounds what we thought Robin Shmuel was saying originally, but it's definitely included our Mishnah. And let's say, even though there's different types of blood, it's all one Isser, eating blood. And they ate Chalev, one carbon for Chalev. Let's say they did Avodazara, they didn't realize it was Usser. And they did all different types of Avodazara. They're going to bring one carbon when they discover about it for each Avera. They'll bring one carbon for Shabbos, one carbon for Avedazor, even though they did all different types, all different days, all different weeks, all different years, one carbon for each of these Averas that you bring a Achatas for. That's for Bikiva. Munbaz. We know about Munbaz, right? Munbaz, Poter. Munbaz said you're Poter. The Kachayim Munbaz done with Nehra Bikiva. I think you're Poter in that case. I think like Rabbi Yochan Rosh Lakish said, that a uh, Gershon uh, guy is going to be totally potter. How do I know? There is one place in the Torah at the end of Parshas Vayikra where a mazid is called a chote. Where's that? By Shavuos Edus, Rashi says. Over there, we're talking about a person who makes a fall. That, we're talking about a person who lies to Bezdin. That's a person who, right? Over there, the person saw uh, alone, he makes a false shvua to Bezdin. All right? He makes he makes a false shvua to Bezdin. And he brings a carbon. And it's called that's a carbon chatas. It's a carbon chatas. It's an oil of yoraid, but it's a carbon chatas. And even though he's amazed. So Munva says, you see that in some way the Torah calls a man who brings a chatas, amazed can bring a chatas too. Even the case of a person who makes uh, the person who, who makes a shvua and doesn't keep the shvua is also a case of amazing. And that also brings a korban over your right? And that's a chatas. So what's Munvis's point? Munvis says, Mezid karichota, vishoge karichota. All right. I agree, Rabbi Kiva. So now Munvis takes it one more step. Ma mezid shahisala Mezid obviously knew he was doing something wrong. And he's part of the Chattas family. Af Shogeg. Even the pure Shogeg has to have a Yediyah. There's got to be something there. If you connected a Mazid in this school, that, mean, that means your Shogeg has to have some connection to the Mazid. Shogeg is a Yediyah. But a kid who was raised by Goyim, he never had any Yediyah. He's not Shaykh to the whole parish of Chattas. That was Munvas's proof. Rabbi Kiva says, very impressive. I'm Rabbi Kiva. But I'm going to be Moisif to what you're saying. 
because <laughs> the maze that you talked about, he knew when he was lying to Bezdin, right? He knew that was a false, he knew that he was being over his shmua. Afshoge, you going to tell me that too? That he knew he was doing something wrong at the time that he did it? Hmm. That you're not going to say, right? But Munva surprises her, Rikiva. The truth is, yeah, there has to be some sort of idea. I agree that a person could be a shogeg, even though when he knew what he's doing was wrong. And the truth is, you just added to my shtickle Torah, Rikiva. Shaisafta. Amarloi, he says, look, I, I, I can't believe what you're saying, Munvas. Lidvarecha, ain't Zakari Shogeg, amazed. How can you call that guy a Shogeg? You're going to tell me that a guy who knows what he's doing is wrong? It's called a Shogeg. Nepesh Asher Techta Bishkoga, it says. The standard case in Perik Dawit of Ayikris, he was Chaita Bishkoga. What sort of Shogeg is this? According to you, he knew it was wrong. That's the end of Munvas and Rabiakiva. We'll get back to them in a second. But anyway, what do you see from this price? Against Yochanan and it starts, this beautiful Bryce, it starts with the words, and it gives you the case. That's the case of the Mishnah. We say that's included in Shulchayach. One second, that, that Bryce is Shveranos. There is Munvas in that Bryce. Ananda Mrinaka Munvas. My time in the Munvas. What's the what's Munvas is for? It's if you take a look in 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 in, in Parshas uh, Sefer Bamidbar Perak Tezvov. It's the end of Parsha Shlach. It says when it speaks about the Parhelim Dover for Avodah Zara, talks about Klal doing Avodah Zara, the Sanhedrin allowing Avodah Zara. So it says at the end of that Parsha, it says Tyrus Achas Yelochem Laosa Bishkoga. Which means that's the way it works. You bring this carbon, the samachle, right after that, it says, right after this, with a vava chibur, it mentions a person doing avodazar b'mezid. And right before that, it talked about osibishkaga. So now it's a hekish, one pasik next to the other one, with a vava chibur. He can show you amazed. Ma amazed, just like this Pasuk, he obviously has the idea, even the shogeg of the carbon of Odizara, and whatever type of chathas it is, is even, you even bring the carbon when you have the idea. And that was Munvaz's, that was going to be Munvaz's proof, and that's what Yochanan and Lakish are going to use. Harabonan, haitarachas mayabdile, meaning, what are the Rabbanan? Uh, which in this case would be um, Rabbi Kiva, what would he do with that? Levi would teach his son. He would say, you see that Pasuk in Parsha Shlach, Yeah, I see that Pasuk. Viksiv, and what does the Pasuk right afterwards say? He told, he told his son, it says, I'm sorry, seven psukim earlier. It says, V'chisishku, V'leisasu, Eskola mitzvah sa'ele. Aha. And what does that mean? That's, it doesn't say particularly what it is, but we know, where do you have a shogeg that you didn't do all the mitzvahs? And it says, V'hanepesh ashertasa biyad rama. Aha. So now I know what it means 
the template, what is the paradigm of the carbon chattas? You know what it is? It's, it's in this section of shlach that we figure it out. It's got to be bad enough to be like Avodah Zorah, that you're high of Karis. Amazing. Hukshukum Avodah Torah achas. The word Torah is marbe. Torah is always marbe. So it's marbe. This is the template. We learn out from here. We extract from there what's the exact averus that you bring a carbon chattas for. We know that you're chayiv kares because it says nefesh shatasa biad rama is chayiv kares. And the shogeg in the case of that parak in parak tezvav in bamidbar is a chattas. From there we make a, a hekish, a limud, a mamatzim. That's what Terah teaches you. Extend it everywhere. Whenever you have something, your Chayev, Kores, the Shogay Zachatis. You don't bring a Chatis for a love. You only bring a Chatis if you, other than the places that it says Mafurish, you bring a Chatis. But if you want to know which Averis are included, the Averis that are included are the ones that your Chayev, uh, 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 that your Chayev, Kores for. Not at once your Chayev, a love. Okay. Ve'ela Munvez Shkoga Bamai. It is strange that Munvez is going to call something a shogeg. How is it a shogeg if you know about it? What there's got to be some level of not knowing, otherwise it's amazing. Kigon Sheshogag Bekarbon. His shogeg was he didn't realize you have to bring a carbon for this Avera. He knew it was wrong. He knew there was a love. He even knew that you're high of Kares. But he didn't know that, says Rashi, but he didn't know that you bring a carbon. And that, if he would have known that, he might have not done the act. Because kares, you can take off with tshuva. But a carbon, even if you do it, you can never do tshuva. Tshuva never eliminates the chiv of a carbon. Therefore, Munvas holds, that's called enough of a shogeg to bring a carbon for. That if you did an Avera and you knew it was wrong, but you didn't know that detail that had it been Bishogeg, you bring a chattis, you're going to bring a chattis. That's, what would, that's an incredible chiddish, uh, but that's what Munvas holds. We're going to Chicago for carbon. Rabbanan say no. Shigigas carbon, lo shmo shkogo. Rabbanan, shkogo b'mai. What is the extent of his shogeg? Here, Yochan and Lokish disagree. Rabbi Yochan and Amar Kigon Shoshogat Bekares. He forgot. He didn't know your Chayev Kares for this act. He might have known it was Osir. He might have known it was Osir. You'd still bring a carbon. You knew you were doing something wrong. You didn't know how bad it was. You're missing the knowledge that could have stopped you from doing the Avera. That's good enough. Not the, that's good enough to be Chayev a carbon. Rosh says no. It's got to be all the way. Ad sheyishkoig belav vikares. My time there was What does the pasuk say? It says in Perik Dalid, Asher lo ta'asena v'ashem. There's two parts here, lo ta'asena and ashem, meaning you shouldn't be doing it. That's the lav. The ashem is on the kares. Achi yishkoig belav v'kares shabbat. Rabbi Yochan says no. High crowder shimon lakish myova. What do you do with that pasik of low tasena, which means you have to you have to you have to think it's completely mutter. You can't even think that there's a lav. Yochanan says, as long as you don't think there was kares, you're gonna bring a carbon. What do you do with the pasik of shimon and lakish? 
What does the Pasuk say when it talks about the carbon that's brought? It says it's brought from what? Me'am Oretz. What do you mean, Ma'am Oretz? Somebody from us. Somebody from the people. Prat Lamumar. But someone who's already separate from the people. He's already distanced himself. He became some Shumid. He's not part, he doesn't act like a Jew at all. He does have errors all the time. So even though now he wants to bring a carbon, we're not going to let him bring a carbon. That's what the Pusik says. What do you bring a carbon when it's something you shouldn't have done and you have guilt? Maybe carbon. If you're the type of person that had you known the information, you would have re- you returned from doing that. You would have gone back and not done the Avera. You bring a carbon. You're a mummer when you did it. Maybe now you're about Shuva. But at the time you were doing it, you were a full-fledged Christian. You're a full-fledged person who was out of uh, Frumkite. Now you want to do Shuva, uh, you're not going to bring a carbon. You, it has to be somebody who at the time, had he known the information, would not have done it. We know what you were at that time. You were doing Averis right and left. So therefore, Eino maybe carbon So that's what we're going to use. The Pusik that Rishwakish brought, that's what we're going to use it for. And Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you.